Now, here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. And we are back for the start of Hour 2 of Sound Off. And like Brad said at the end of Hour Number 1, that he's going to be visiting with a doctor online. So we're going to pay attention to our little Google chat here and wait for Brad to get back. Shouldn't be too long. Uh, I don't know what kind of an examination they do over the line. Will he have to open up his mouth and go, ah, ah, is the doctor looking down his throat? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But they're going to do a little uh, evaluation, and then he'll be back. In the meantime... It's all about the weather, isn't it? 10 degrees right now at the International Airport in Duluth, 10 above. North wind at 9, so there's a wind chill out there of minus 3. And again, I said earlier that this morning at where I live in the West End, 5 above was the morning low for us. And uh, it was the coldest 5 above I ever felt. Now, I think a lot of that has to do with maybe the humidities and uh, what have you. Right now, relative humidity, 48%, so nothing too bad, but... uh, Nonetheless, uh, we've got some uh, relatively cold temperatures. Uh, Normal high this time of the year is 27. Yesterday, Duluth High was 22 degrees. International Falls yesterday, 17 for their high. 13 below was the low yesterday in High Falls. Seven-tenths of an inch of snow fell yesterday in International Falls. Uh, They're slightly below normal. Uh, They're at 51.7 inches in High Falls, about two and a half inches below normal. Minneapolis yesterday. 35 for the high, 10 for the low, and 1.7 inches yesterday in Minneapolis. That puts you at 57.3 on the season, a whopping 20 inches above normal. And even Minneapolis, uh, that area, the metro, is a part of this uh, upcoming storm. Uh, The metro area right now is under a winter storm warning. There are blizzard warnings just to the west of the metro. That includes St. Cloud, Wilmer, Morris, Marshall, Worthington, those areas. And don't be surprised if blizzard warnings um, pop up in areas where they're not there now. And that's even going to include parts of the Twin Ports, uh, primarily the South Shore, because this storm is expected to bring a lot of snow, a lot of wind. And look at that. He's back already. Did you say ah? Yes, I am. Did you open your mouth and uh, say ah? Uh. <laughs> well, I tried, uh, but I'll tell you what. This, uh, this, whole, this whole idea of the VA with the uh, video conferencing, yeah, man, it doesn't, doesn't kind of work out the way they think it does. <laughs> no. So No, it didn't. So I don't know if she's going to call me back or if I may get called out at some point, but I could not make contact uh, oh. with, the, with the way it was supposed to be. So we'll, All right. just, we'll move on from here and we'll see what happens as we go. Okay. Uh, they are saying on the uh, on the website this morning uh, on the on the all things Minnesota stock up on canned goods. <laughs> they must think this is going to be a rather severe event. Well. I don't know that, you know, when when this happens and we run to the grocery store, I think the main concern, Brad, is if power outages occur, you want to have canned goods, things you can, well, eat out of a can, some bottled water, you know, the big gallon jugs that you can buy and that type of thing. So, yeah, those things maybe you want to be prepared because in a blizzard warning, sure, power outages can occur. And when that happens, uh, you do want to be prepared. But... Uh, there is going to be uh, some snow that's going to occur this afternoon, even over the Brainerd Lakes region. It's going to be moving east and north this afternoon into tonight. How far north this snow will get is still in question, but the affected areas will see two to six inches of snowfall tonight, where the winter weather advisory has been posted. Uh, places from Brainerd, 
Hinkley, Hayward, into Park Falls, Wisconsin. So we're we're going to have a lot of snow, Brad, uh, possibly today, and then we're going to get into the heavier snow again Wednesday and, and Thursday, Thursday morning yeah. and Thursday uh, Thursday day. Now. Peter likes to come into the studio, right? I mean, he usually tries to come in from uh, from his logging operation. Yeah, might be it might be difficult tomorrow, but we'll have to just play it by ear. He's a logger, Brad. <laughs> he can handle it. He's, He's got the big truck. big truck. In. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, listen, uh, Northlanders. I want to go back to this issue we talked uh, with Chad about a little bit because we were given the heads up on this yesterday by a caller to our show that uh, John Marty and Senator Liz. Now you got to remember, Senator John Marty is probably one of the most liberal senators, and he's in a district that he just what will are, continue to get elected from. What are they trying to accomplish with this? Well, he's trying to uh, he's trying to make Minnesota the 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 most severe gun restriction state in the union. But why? Well, because he's a, a radical leftist, and he figures this is his opportunity. They have tried this a number of other times, another number of other years, but they've never had the trifecta, Kenny. They got the trifecta now. They got the Senate. They got the House. They got the governor, and they figure if they stay. A hundred percent loyal to their democratic roots, they'll be able to get this through, even though it might be kind of squeaky. Again, I think in Senate they only hold one vote. I question why. What is their motive? What are they trying to achieve by this? Is this well? They think they think that this is going to lessen uh, these cases of uh, of uh, multiple shootings, uh, school shootings, those kinds of things. Are they occurring in Minnesota? Are we having an issue with this in Minnesota? Uh, we've had one or two, not very often, uh, but we, you know, we get a few cases where some somebody goes nuts uh, and shoots two or three people. But the, these things are so that they have in this bill are so restrictive, Kenny. I just don't know if anything can be said other than they're trying to restrict everything. Do bad guys pay attention to good laws or even bad laws? I don't think so. But I got to go, Kenny. <laughs> oh, you're back up on your screen here. there? Yeah. Well, just up. stay in yep. touch with me then. Okay. All right. All right. Well, there he goes. Now he's going back to the uh, doctor. Uh, they're going to do their uh, little video call there. But uh, I pulled up the uh, data out of Chicago. And I know we talk about this a lot because I think it's a big deal. I think when you have a year to date, uh, what are we here? Um, where are we? We're the 20th. We're... 52 days into the new year, there's already been 70 people shot and killed in Chicago. Already 70 people shot and killed. This past weekend in Chicago, six people were killed, 14 were wounded. That's Chicago. That's not Illinois. And I look at these numbers, I look at this data, this is staggering. It just it, it boggles the mind, and we know we've said it over and over and over again that Chicago is got some of the harshest gun control laws in the nation, if not the harshest. And yet we see the carnage that goes on there. Why? Because criminals can get whatever they want. And I think that you can look at the southern border and see a tie-in here. If the southern border is as porous as it is, and we're seeing the flow of fentanyl come through there, can we possibly be seeing the flow of other things? Of course we can. 
And I think that there needs to be more attention on protecting the homeland. And I'm not seeing that from this administration. Maybe you are, 722-0839, of course, 218-722-0839. Can you defend this administration with the policies that they have or don't have in our southern border? President Biden's in Ukraine. I think he's made his way to Poland now. There's a lot at stake here. We're on the verge of a World War III with Russia and or China and or North Korea. This is all real, folks. <laughs> and we, we better uh, make sure that the people we have that are supposed to be protecting us are doing just that. Or do they have their eye off the ball? They don't even know what they shot out of the sky over Lake Huron in Alaska. They, did you know they gave up searching for those items? They don't even know what they are. So I don't feel safe with this administration. Change my mind. 218-722-0839. You know, we've got the text line, and we're going to be keeping a very close eye on this now. Uh, maybe we've neglected that to some degree. Um, but you can text us here at Sound Off during the program at 84454. 84454. That is the text line, and I'll monitor that and keep an eye on that. It does help if you put KDAL as the keyword, just so we know it's coming to KDAL for this program. So uh, 84454, the text number, and you can text us here during the program from Monday through Friday, 11 to 2 p.m. So I don't know. I I just, I I don't know. I I think that everybody, whether you're Democrat, whether you're Republican, whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, even though some may be confused with that, ha, 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 we all want things to be normal. We don't want to be in fear of our lives walking into a, a store of some sort or being on a street corner and being shot. But do gun laws prevent that? The evil intentions of a man or a woman are hard to overcome. And how do we know if that evil intent won't be in the form of something other than a gun? But I just don't know how. And and I don't want to fall into the category of, uh, of being a Republican that doesn't want any gun control measure and that people should just be able to carry at will uh, and, and have as many guns and uh, ammo as they want. And I don't think that's the argument here. The argument is the restrictions. And what are we trying to do exactly with these restrictions? To the phones we go, first caller, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Dan from Renshaw. I'm going to ask the other caller to hold. How are you? Pretty good. You know, Kenny, I've I've had a permit to carry for about 20 years, and I've never had to even consider uh, pulling a gun or using a gun. And uh, so, obviously, you're mm. right on with this situation. Is the people that are using the guns and, you, and and committing violence, they're either mentally ill or they're felons. They have not gotten a permit to carry. They have not got a permit to purchase. They have guns that are ghost guns. They have guns uh, that our uh, stolen guns. Yeah, and and that brings up a good part of this, Dan, is that doing this, just a blanket gun control law, it, 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 it I don't want to say hurts, but it infringes on the good guy. Yeah, so if three bad guys come to my house 
and I'm my guns are taken away, and they have their AR-15s. Pretty much a done deal then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Here's my wife. Do what you want with her. You know, Kenny, if they come to your house, there's my dog. You know, do what you want with my dog. You know, we're supposed to lay on the ground like a uh, an, an animal and just let people walk over us. Well, let me ask you this, Dan. Uh, if if uh, the politicians here in Minnesota are going to do this, are they then going to increase uh, public safety in the event that uh, we're going to be restricted to carry a firearm? Will public safety be increased? Well, they're going to have a, a social worker of color. Oh boy, come to your house. Yeah, that's and, and after the fact, maybe and and tell you about how. It's your problem because you're white. Oh, well, there's that. You know, it's just, they're absolutely, I can't even talk about the Democrats anymore. Because they're, they're, it's like talking about somebody that's spent their life in a state hospital and has had too many medications or something. Well, it took, it took a Sarah Huckabee Sanders to spell it out and give us what it is. Yes. It's normal or crazy. Yeah, or insane. And and I think that the Supreme Court should reinstall our president and get rid of this guy that wants to create a world war. But you know what, Kenny? He's over there. He's laundering money. He's taking taxpayers' money, and he's putting it into these corrupt situations. And half of that money, or maybe maybe only 25% of that money, is probably going into the, the Biden crime family. And uh, all these naive people that think he's so wonderful, you know, they staged... The whole air raid thing, there is no air raid. They just did that to make him look like a strong guy, you know, walking across the parking lot. So I, I'm disgusted that uh, they would even consider it. But like Chad from uh, Dead on Arms said, when you vote, you pay for what you vote for. And so if you vote these people in, you're going to have to pay for it. You're going to be suffering because you voted people in that have these attitudes and and they cheat, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> they cheat. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Kenny. Thanks, Dan. We're going to take a short break here. Uh, we're still awaiting the arrival of Brad uh, as he's doing his uh, doctor visit uh, over the Internet. And uh, we're going to be right back after the short break. KDAL time is 1227. We have sunshine. Uh, we have cold temperatures right now where we're below normal. Normal high this time of the year is 27. 11 is the current temperature. And Brad, on the phone, and Brad, welcome back. But Brad, on the phone, thank you, thank you. I called up Jimmy Stuckel from Tortoise and Hare Footwear, 40th and Grand. He said he's Wonderful. got the ice bugs in stock. They're there waiting. And we've got well, ice. you know. Yeah, we got ice, uh, and now we're going to get more snow that's going to cover the ice. And you know what, Jimmy? That's just a uh, uh, that's not a good situation all the way around. When you've got ice underneath what's going to be snow, you can have people slipping and sliding all over the place. Yeah, you're, you are so right. And Kenny just brought up a good thing. You know, we're not a good thing, but have you ever tried to get into your car? And you know, as you get one foot in the other foot is yeah. ready to kind of slide underneath your car and wow it's a crazy experience and that's what it happens and you know who thought we'd be talking about ice bugs again it just kind of ebbs and flows doesn't it but our weather is that well, melting stuff and then it gets cold and doggone the best way to stay upright and make sure you don't break a hip like the woman who was just in the store broke a hip oh. a year ago and had it replaced and then she came in and got ice bugs because she slipped and fell a couple times already. 
And she doesn't want to break that uh, that replacement hip because that's a nightmare to then get replaced. So absolutely. So uh, and you, you know, know what you were talking about? What you were talking about, Jimmy, falling under the car. Uh, that a good friend of mine just did that last year. He was going on a trip down to the cities. He uh, had filled up with gas. He went to get in his car, slipped on some ice. One foot in the car, one foot out, and he and he uh, actually tore his knee up. Slipping like uh, that. Yeah. So this is, you know, ice bug boots, folks. Um, you know, it's just a way to keep that from happening. It's uh, keeping yourself planted, getting good traction on the ice and hard packed snow. And, um, you know, I, I was happy to help him last night. I even walked up on the Superior Hiking Trail with the dogs. And it's it's <laughs> all ice coated. But, you know, I, I didn't have them on a leash right there at that second. Yeah. But, uh, wow, that. Yeah, it's icy. <laughs> Every place you go. It is, and yeah. and the way Kenny explains it is, uh, you know, we got quite a bit of rain that froze, and now we're getting snow on top of that. So there's many, many areas that you might not even think there is ice, and you're just going to slip and slide. So now, do you have a fairly good supply of ice bugs in Do you with different sizes and stuff? Well, if everybody who's listening comes in right now, we will run out. But um, we, <laughs> you know, we we've still got a pretty good supply, and there are some of the boots that are still accessible, and they're warehouses in Minneapolis, so we're able to okay. get them quickly. Um, used to be a Seattle deal, and we couldn't get them very quickly; they never responded. So, it, you know, it's it's good now, so we can we can get good. people taken care of in a hurry. And, well, there you know. have it, folks. And, and it's not just uh, the ice bugs. You know, we're we're talking about that because of the weather conditions we're going to have over the next few days. But sooner or later, you are going to be able to get outside. You're going to want to go hiking <laughs> on that hiking trail. And uh, Jimmy Stokel and Tortoise in the Hair, you've got some of the finest hiking boots anywhere. We absolutely do. And that's, you know, it, that's that area has grown and grown for us. You know, more and more people out hiking. COVID was something that really spurred that on and uh sure. so people are out and and they're getting around and i and i love to see that so you know do it in a good pair of good pair of footwear rather than just the old things that you had from you know 25 years ago that you'd use for deer hunting one time or uh i i whatever you use them for but they're they're sure. great products that that make everything better your feet don't hurt your knees don't hurt and uh and they have great traction Good. We, Good. Well, you, now you're going to try to be open regular hours here the next few days. Uh, it'll depend on how much snow we get. But what are your normal business hours? Normal business hours are Monday through Friday, 9 until 7, Saturdays, 9 till 5, and then Sundays, noon until 4. And also okay. you could shop us, tortoisehairfootwear.com. But we'll, we'll let people know with, uh, with the phone message if we're not here. For some reason. Okay. Very good. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much for checking in with us this morning. I think you do a great job, uh, and especially with a lot of people fearing. I mean, this is not anything to be kidding about. You do not want to be slipping on uh, on ice that's under snow that you didn't even know was there and doing some real physical damage to yourself. You, you so, know, I, I, I got to tell you, Brad, this rain that we got uh, last week wreaked havoc. It, it oh, created, yeah. like hockey rink ice extremely slick you know flat and uh, to some degree in most parts 
But what it did is it fell on a lot of the compacted snow that maybe was shoveled over, wasn't creating too much of a problem, and it turned it all to ice. Not good. But there are solutions, and Jimmy has a couple of them. Now, ice bugs are great, but they've got other ones that you can slip over your shoes and boots. So take advantage to get out there. Corner of 40th Avenue West and Grand, a blue and white building right there. we got to go to CBS News, folks. We'll be back shortly with more here on a Tuesday edition of Sound Off. KDAL time is 1238. 14 degrees at the Army Corps of Engineers adjacent to the aerial lift bridge in Canal Park, 14 degrees. Winds are about 5 miles an hour out of the northwest, and we are keeping our eyes to the skies. We're going to get some snow here in the Twin Ports uh, yet today, a couple of inches perhaps, and then uh, we're going to watch for the big snowstorm coming. Really going to get and, it. and like you said, <laughs> yeah. Brad, you go to the grocery store, get there, uh, you know, don't rush, don't hurry, no, don't no, panic. No. But you go there and you just get what you need. Old Dutch potato chips, top the tater. Top the tater. You know, maybe yeah. some lots of matzo pizzas uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Campbell soup. And you're good. There you're good. Yeah, now, you're at good home, my home, I've got minestrone soup, award-winning minestrone soup Ooh. that my wife made. Now, when I say award-winning, Brad, she entered a contest. And it was one and that... Won it. Yeah, and she won the contest. And she got a blue ribbon for her minestrone soup, and it is good. It is really good. It's oh, exceptional. Man. I can't wait to get home, honey. Minestrone is one of my favorite. Uh, now, now, that's the one with the little noodles in it, right? Well, the you little, can... like, macaroni noodles? Yeah, she puts that in there, yeah. and uh, spinach, and it's a tomato base, and uh, oh, yeah. garlic, and oh. carrots, and onions, and I don't know what's all in there. I don't make it. No. I eat it, Brad. Stuff. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's right. We so, eat it. <laughs> Brad, what did the yes. doctor say? Or how are things? Uh, everything is good. Uh, awesome. The, uh, my my all of my blood tests had been really good, good and good. so she just wanted to know how I was feeling. Uh, if I was doing my exercises, if I'm doing my, uh, uh, you know, I got I got this uh, uh, walking treadmill now, and that works really good. Good. But more than that, I'm doing deep knee bends in the morning. I'm yeah. doing leg lifts in the morning. And I no longer feel like I have the potential to fall. I feel sturdy and strong. I might even start riding a motorcycle again. You oh, just never there know. you go. Did you say <laughs> this to the doctor? Hey, what's up, Doc? Hey, what's up, Doc? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Actually, actually, my doctor's very, very nice. It's a, she's a female doctor. from. She came here, came to Florida from Nebraska. She, uh, she. I don't think she worked for the VA system in Nebraska. She was a private doctor, and she came here, got on with the VA, and she's just a real no-nonsense matter of fact. And when she says she's going to follow up with something, she does, and and she does a really nice job. So this is my in-between appointments. Usually my appointments are in person, but they've got them now that if you if they just want to ask you some questions and stuff, they do it by by radio or by phone. So that's the way this worked out. But let me get back to this issue on this gun lobby. This, and I'm telling you, you got to write this down, Northlanders. If you care about your Second Amendment rights at all to own and, and, and possess a firearm for your family's safety, for your family's security, for your family's protection, or just your own peace of mind, you need to make sure that you get anybody you know working against Senator John Marty's Senate file 1723. I'm just going to give you the quick bullet points that this bill would do. And this bill, by the way, is about 31 pages long. It's a huge, 
huge pile of garbage. But I, but I will give you the little the little points that it would do. First of all, and, and I'm going to give you my gut feeling on this. I think this essentially repeals the Second Amendment here in Minnesota. It makes Minnesota different than any place else because it basically repeals our Second Amendment. This bill um, contains several on uh, several very onerous gun control provisions, including the registration of all firearms, the registration of all magazines capable of holding more than 10 rounds. Now, how are they going to do that? Because I, I own a lot of firearms and I have a lot of magazines. They don't have registration numbers on them that I've seen. So, how are you going to register all of your magazines, all of your, uh, uh, you know, things that you keep ammunition in if they hold more than 10 rounds? They're all going to have to be uh, somehow registered, have a serial number on them. You're going to have to keep them just like you do a gun by register. Uh, you're going to have to register all 50 caliber firearms. Well, first of all, very few people have a 50 caliber firearm. There's a few out there, but very few. So that's not a huge, huge deal. But it's just the fact that they want to restrict you from owning that. You're gonna. There will be a ban on purchasing essentially any new semi-automatic rifle, which they call a an assault weapons ban. If it looks like a military weapon, it's an assault weapon in the eyes of John Marty. Uh, you're going to have mandatory lost and stolen reporting provisions. If you have a weapon stolen out of your car, safe, out of your home, anywhere, you've got to immediately fill out a big reporting form and list it as lost and stolen. There will be no more than one gun purchase every 30 days. Now, there are a lot of people that are gun collectors that buy a lot of firearms, keep them very safely. Uh, I have a friend of mine who, uh, who in his, uh, he has a large garage and workshop, and in that he has a massive safe built into the wall, one that you can walk into, but he keeps it locked all the time. That's where he keeps all of his high-powered tools and all of his firearms. So you're going to tell that person that they can only buy one firearm every 30 days? That's not going to be good for for stores like Dead On or other other uh, firearm places. Now, instead of having the, the uh, county sheriff be responsible for permitting you to carry a weapon, it's going to now be police chiefs. So if you have a police chief in your local community, they will be responsible for that. You would be required to obtain a permit even to own a firearm, not to carry one. That's a special permit that's concealed carry. But just to even own one, you will be, uh, you'll have to obtain a permit to just own a firearm. Permits would require physical and mental health tests. Tests. Who's going to determine that? So you, your mental capacity and your physical capacity will be tested in order for you to own a firearm? Who's going to come up with that test? Permits and firearm ownership would be required to carry liability insurance. You know what? A lot of people have that on their home, on their homeowner's policy, 
but it's a separate thing, and you might be required to have a separate liability insurance to even own a firearm. Firearms could not be carried on any government property or inside any government facility, even with a permit to carry. If you have a permit to carry, let's say, and you uh, now if you carry that uh, firearm inside an area that has a posted uh, signage prohibiting you from carrying it, it will become a real crime. It would be a crime to carry past a sign where right now it's a kind of a misdemeanor type thing. Uh, then in addition to that, uh, basically it will restrict any of your Second Amendment rights. Senator Marty and Senator Bolden's bill is a massive infringement upon your constitutional rights. And you know what? It's got to be opposed. So we've got to get a, If you want to read this bill, if you want to take the time to read this 31 pages of drivel, uh, you can go to uh, minnesota.gov backslash bills and text and just put in Senate file 1723. It will give you the long version. It'll give you the whole way it's written. But I would suggest you start calling, writing your representatives, your state representatives, and start objecting to these kinds of things because this really is just a gun registration and restriction form. And you know what? When you think about it, and, and I'm going to, uh, when we come back after our Minnesota news break, I'm going to get into some sensible gun logic because there are some sensible things uh, that you can do as far as uh, gun logic out there. But before we go to Minnesota news, I want to I want to remind you all, you know, with this big storm coming, I don't need to tell you about last winter because last winter was bad enough. But if you remember last winter when you swore you, you weren't going to uh, go through another year of having wind blowing in around your windows, you weren't going to have drafty windows, you weren't going to have drafty doors. But here, now you find yourself another year, another spending a fortune on heating bills. And now here we are again, turning up the heat, getting raked over the coals by heating your home. Stop the madness. Have less Grumdo window and siding. Install new energy-efficient Infinity by Marvin Altrex fiberglass replacement windows, which are so energy-efficient and protect you and your wallet from excess energy high costs. Call Les Grumdahl today at 728-3060 or visit lesgrumdahl.com. So, Kenny, if you need new windows or doors, who are you going to call? Les Grumdahl, Duluth Central, class of 1975, and a heck of a nice guy. Very nice guy. Very nice family and very professional group. All right, we're going to do our Minnesota news, and then we'll come back and wrap up our number two here. KDAL time is 1254, currently in Eveleth, 7 degrees. A windchill advisory is in effect for uh, parts of the Iron Range uh, from today. I'm sorry, tomorrow. Tomorrow at, uh, well, midnight tonight. Yeah, midnight tonight, that windchill uh, advisory goes in effect. Now, they're not under this winter storm warning or watch or any winter weather advisories on the Iron Range, although they will see some snow out of this system. Uh, they're going to see uh, possibly an inch, two, or three on parts yeah. of the Iron Range on Thursday. So, in other words, Kenny, the further north you go, the less likely you're going to get a lot of this snow, like like southern Minnesota and central Minnesota is going to Correct. Get. Okay. 
Well, listen, uh, so you're having uh, what kind of soup now? You're going to have... Minestrone. Minestrone. Yeah. Well, my wife just informed me that we're having spaghetti hot dish for supper. Oh, yeah. You can't sneeze at that. No. So so I don't feel so bad. (laughs) No. Well, here's the deal now. I I told you about this new gun law, this new registration that Marty is trying to pass through uh, to really tighten up gun registration and gun ownership in the state of Minnesota. But I want you to think about sensible gun logics. For example, every day, 11 teens, and this is factual data, you can check it out yourself. Every day in the United States, 11 teens die each day because of texting while driving. Maybe it's time to raise the age of smartphone ownership to 21. What do you think? I love it. Now, yeah. Secondly, if gun control laws actually worked, wouldn't Chicago be Mayberry RFD? Really? I mean, gun laws are so restrictive in Chicago, Illinois, and yet we've got open warfare on the streets. It all depends on who's there, what you, what the citizenry is made up of. The Second Amendment makes more women equal than the entire feminist movement does. Now, if you don't think so, uh, just ask a woman that that uh, ask a woman that carries uh, maybe a small firearm in her purse for her own personal protection. Ask her if she feels equal to other people or if she's afraid of anybody. She uh, probably will tell you, "No, I'm not afraid of anybody." Number well, and she's she's not going to pull that out and and do anything to anybody unless her rights are violated. Now, legal gun ownership. Think about this for a second. There are in the United States roughly 300 million guns that are owned by legal gun owners. And probably somewhere in the, you know, maybe a trillion rounds of ammunition. Seriously, if legal gun ownership was the problem, you'd know about it. You really would. When, when John Fitzgerald Kennedy was killed... Nobody blamed the rifle. Nobody even knew what kind of weapon was used. All they knew was Lee Harvey Oswald, Lee Harvey Oswald, Lee Harvey Oswald. The National Rifle Association, now this is one you got to think about. The National Rifle Association murders nobody. They have received zero, nothing as far as government funding. Planned Parenthood, on the other hand, receives about $500 million a year in tax dollars annually and kills on a pretty regular basis about 350,000 babies a year due to abortions. So think about that. I mean, we're talking common sense. I have no problem with vigorous background checks when it, when it comes to uh, gun ownership. I really don't. Firearm ownership, you should have to have a background check. But then again... Let's do the same thing when it comes to voting. Let's have uh, let's have some ID. Let's have an ID there or in immigration. Anyway, we got another hour to go, folks. We'll be back.